welcome to the matcha diaries your favorite podcast with your favorite hosts cara and theo Woo! Woo! <laughs> this is we're not gonna do highs and lows in this episode this no. is gonna be a quick little intro for part two of our societal expectations episode which we obviously released last week we had part one so if you haven't listened to that go check it out but this is just gonna be a continuation of the things that you shared with us um of things that you do on your day-to-day because of societal expectations so let's get straight into it the next one of so basically something that they feel pressured to do because of society is dating and starting dating yeah and i think this one's so interesting there's a lot of these ones like about this like hooking up dating starting to date yeah can you imagine how much pressure there is like especially at school and like even like growing up watching rom-coms mm-hmm. or like any sort of movies about relationships or like books about relationships it's almost like you it's you're young and like even with like every single disney movie yep the story always ends with like some romance of like okay they found each other and now they live happily ever after so it's almost like expected from such a young age that that's what you should strive for like to find someone to have your happily ever after and it's absolutely yeah. bullshit and this is another thing where again when you're young it's almost like you don't have the conscious like awareness mm. to realize that it's not something that you actually want to do it's, it's almost like it's only once you're older that you can actually step back and be like, that isn't something I want to do. I think you're so right. I think it's like the, yeah, the narrative in movies, like, it's always like the the people who like, for example, have a great career and a great family life. And then it's like, but they are sad because they don't have a partner. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just assumed that like everyone wants to be in a relationship. And like, I'm not even speaking about then the whole bigger issue is like, oh my God, you're not married or like whatever. And like, you don't want to have kids. Yeah. I feel like that's all the same bucket of like people. That's not a life to live if you're alone. And it's like, well, you can find company without relationships. Yeah. And you can find love in in other relationships apart from yourself as well. Yeah. And even like friendships and, you know. Yeah, literally. So I just think that's a very interesting. Also reading this one made me think of like all the stories of like people's first kisses of them being like in sixth grade and it's like truth or dare or whatever that they go in school and they have their first kiss. Like none of those those kids can like rationally think like that's something that they want to do. Like they're so young. Yeah, I, I, I feel like from my own experience, like I feel like I was like interested in boys from a quite young age. Like I was like 10 or 11, like kind of fantasizing about like like kissing or like stuff like that like I was I think I was quite like yeah I think that's but I think that's I normal because I think that's puberty why did you know what that was though? I honestly I literally just read a book on like where do kids come from and there was just like I remember this sounds so weird maybe it's too much <laughs> to put on the internet there was two like images of like you know it was all like sketched it was like a kid's book and there was like two images of like a boy naked and a, and a female naked of like to, to explain yeah. like body parts I remember being, like, so interested in the male when I was, like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, caught staring at it for 20 minutes. <laughs> so I, I feel like there is something... Because, obviously, at, at puberty, like, there's there's a reason why, like, hormones are mad. Like, people are... Like, men are yeah, getting no, boners sure. all the time and not men, like, boys, you yeah. know? Because I think that's normal. Like, it's obviously not for everyone, but I think for... 
a majority of the people it's normal to be attracted to whatever sex you're attracted yeah, yeah, to no. and it's just like oh my god but i know? think like the pressure t- for people to feel like they need to get their first kiss over with yeah that's, that's very like true. from society telling you like you need to like that's something you should have done by now yeah and if you haven't you're weird you know that's so true and i think that's also that also changes with society as well i think i've mentioned this before uh with culture i mean um like me growing up in school like if you had kissed a boy then you were like slut shamed mm-hmm. and it was like how could you do this and then i came to uni having never kissed a guy and then i was that weird one that's like <laughs> how have you not done that yet like everyone was playing never have i ever and i was like i'm sorry i have never <laughs> like I, like i just felt so excluded and it's like that just shows like you can't please anyone and it changes yeah yeah exactly same with like the body image like the example of like how the body ideal changes like you can't please every society you can't even please like the society you're born in within your lifetime because it's going to change within that like it's just I mean even just bringing up those two examples I genuinely cannot sit here today and tell you like what I would have done if I haven't felt those pressures Mm. like I think if I had in another life if I had grew up in the UK I probably would have had my first kiss at a younger age and probably the only reason I held off was because I knew it was looked down upon you know so interesting. so interesting and on the flip side I think I like pushed myself to have like my first kiss probably sooner than or because I, I remember like my first I guess hookup not just like through so tooth or dare kiss was like when I was like 14 at this party which was also the first time I drank alcohol um and I remember not being proud but like mm, kind of being like okay that's something ticked off like I've done this and I you know I was kind yeah, of like yeah it's so odd that you like yeah, yeah there's so many things when you're young that it's like oh I need to do this so that I can like be at the level where everyone else is yeah. you know and I have a friend or I, I feel like I've met quite a few people who are like our age or even older who haven't like been in a quote-unquote serious long-term relationship yet and I feel like they also yeah. feel quite a lot of like pressure around it or I think that's also again a narrative of like oh if you haven't had a relationship by the time you're xyz then something is wrong with you and it's just like that's so stupid like why yeah what differentiates them from people who've had like three toxic relationships you know why is one but you know like it doesn't mean just because you have a relationship doesn't mean that that's better than being single like probably oftentimes it's better to be single than to be in a relationship that isn't serving you yeah and it doesn't matter at the end of the day yeah but pe- why yeah exactly but i think people care because they think society cares mm. i don't know if you've seen this is so off topic i don't, I don't know if you've, if you've seen the um the nasa photos of space yes. that have released oh that my god literally made me feel so existential me stressing about work or like little things and then just like just this topic now of yeah people stressing of on like oh i need to have my first kiss or like i can't do this because people are gonna think this and then and then i look at that photo and i'm like we're literally nothing like we're yeah. so small and like we should stop putting so much pressure on ourselves because what's the point like it's our lives at the end of the day and like we have we do have so much more control than we think and like we could choose to wake up tomorrow and like live the rest of our lives with things that we just want to do and like not care about what anyone else thinks and at the end of the day we're gonna die <laughs> yeah. with this like with the, also the version of us that chose to give a shit and yeah. like to not do what they genuinely wanted to do like at the end of the day those two people are gonna be the same so we have the choice to either not care about anyone else's thoughts or choose to like not be our true selves because we feel like that's a safer and like more secure option you know yeah that's so true love that sorry no i think that's so true that's the thing like at the end of the day we have literally made up these structures, <laughs> which the <laughs> and the proof of the fact that they're all made up is the fact that they are different in each culture and that they have differed over time. 
Yeah. They're literally made up. And we let our whole lives, like, be... Controlled by it. Yeah. There's a few on, like, clothing. And I'm actually curious to hear your thoughts. So this person said, Definitely clothing. Times where I wanted what was popular, but then even more. Times where not so she said hashtag rebel or they said (laughs) and then used to dress how i thought others wanted me to befriend people i didn't like at all because they were popular and have really superficial combos so that's the kind of two things about dressing but then also friendships i think for me growing up i didn't i grew up in a house where like clothes didn't mean anything like it wasn't superficial at all that's good yeah, I grew up in a house where, like, no, I wasn't brought up being, like, you need to wear this to be cool yeah. or anything. And, like, my parents taught me to not care about, like, things that meant nothing. Yeah, that's good. And, like, even the people I went to school with, it was never a case of people compared how each other looked. I think I was very lucky that we literally didn't care if someone wore whatever they wanted to. And no one, no one judged someone for that. Yeah. But I think, obviously, that's not the experience that a lot of people feel. Yeah, well, my experience was different. Yeah, what was yours like growing up? Did you feel like you had to wear, like, things that were tight on your body or maybe not tight because of everyone else around you? I feel like it was... So, in Germany, you don't have uniforms. So, I feel like that definitely played a part. And I went to school in quite, like, a rich part of town. Not because I was from there, but because it was, like, a good school. Um, so a lot of people had like, a, it was very much heavy emphasis on like branded clothes and it was just like specific items of clothing, which like people were, I don't know, there was a, a uniform, you know, and I, I feel, I don't know if maybe people, some people will relate to this. It was like a lot of like either skinny jeans or leggings, Ugg boots, some sort of, I don't know, jumper or whatever. But, and then it was like a specific type of jackets, which like Canada Goose or Woolrich, which are like, I mean... That's so interesting to And me. then like specific type of bags as well. So I definitely like felt pressure to dress in... I wanted to basically blend in. Like I wanted to just... I think especially because I felt like money-wise, I was different to them. Like because I didn't have mm. as much money as the people at my school. I think I really wanted to fit in in terms of clothes. Like I didn't want to look like I was different. Which, looking back, I feel yeah. really, I feel really sad for like my younger self who felt that she needed to fit in so badly. I also feel bad for my mom or my parents because I was there like, please, can you buy me a seven hundred euro jacket? <laughs> you know, like mm. that's such a good point though. I think maybe because I went to an international school where like we all kind of accepted that we were different and like looked different, so no one put any pressure for anyone to try look the same. Yeah, maybe you know? like we just accepted our differences. That's really uh, that sounds really beautiful to be honest. There was there was no differences <laughs> accepted at our school. Like everyone also looked that's the really same. Sad. Like everyone was like pretty tall blonde very Mm. very very slim like I think I remember there was maybe I don't know there wasn't many people who were like not even overweight who were like just like a kind of a bigger body like that even wasn't represented at all like the the people who maybe were like not got bullied but it was like a thing that people knew you know um yeah I made like comments on and stuff yeah and there was like almost no diversity in terms of like people's ethnicities at our school. So it was quite like a... That's so sad. Yeah, so... And whereas now... I'm so grateful that, that I had that experience. Yeah. Like, I think it... I th- I didn't realize maybe how lucky I was until now, like thinking back over yeah. it. Yeah. Because I think it made you... It makes me appreciate like that everyone is different and different thoughts, different like upbringings, different yeah. just ways of being. Yeah. Know? And it makes you just appreciate others more. Yeah, and I definitely, I feel like it definitely shaped me or like definitely influenced a lot of my actions back then. But then equally 
now it's made me more appreciative of just like I think now I'm a lot freer with my style and it's so nice actually to just like be wearing what I just genuinely feel comfortable in what I just like I feel like I'm finally now like in this probably like last past year truly like coming into my own style and wearing things not because like everyone else is wearing the same things but because I just think they're really fun. I think that comes with also having when you're in your early 20s like it's the first time where like you're financially independent and like can make the choices to buy whatever you want to buy and then also just meeting so many different types of people so then you realize that people do just dress however they feel like they want to dress I think especially in the UK I think the UK does a good job of accepting especially London if you walk in the high street you see so many different styles so many people just wearing and it's like it literally is a form of expressionism like it's how you choose to to represent yourself that day to people and there's so much good that comes with I mean I still I'm sure I'm still influenced by society you know there's still certain things that I wear that probably wouldn't be wearing if they were on trend but you know I feel like it's that's where it's so hard to differentiate you know and I found it interesting one person also said my clothing style when I go to family which I think is also interesting you know like I guess depending on your culture maybe also certain things would be appropriate versus not appropriate like for example yeah I dress differently at home yeah for sure do you dress like more do you cover up more definitely like I have so many tops that like show my back like this backless tops or tops that show my cleavage a lot more and those I literally don't pack those when I go home I try to not not that my parents would say anything but it's more like you know that people would like look at you differently and it's like I don't want to put up I'd rather not wear that and not get looked at (laughs) so yeah that's so interesting yeah and we were filming this content for like obviously my brand is Korean that I work for and they were just like no belly button no belly button like they are like so intent and like you weren't allowed to show your belly button why that's so weird. It was so interesting um so yeah i just think it's i've never heard that before like i've never ever ever heard anything about like people being ashamed of like belly buttons yeah i guess it's like them. you know crop tops you know scandalous, scandalous wow scandalous. yeah found it interesting um another one which is kind of random which but i read it was a, <laughs> a comment said sounds so stupid but stick with iphone even though i really want an android I loved reading this one because it's so it is so like stupid but at the same time it is such a thing isn't it like people judge you if you have an Android phone you know it was the number one ick like I read like a snapchat article and it was like number one ick is like owning an owning an android I was like oh my god that's so ridiculous it is like a brand war and that that also then goes with capitalism you feel bad because these two companies have created this rival rivalry where they're in, in competition, now you take it as a representation. Like, people will judge you as a person if you have one or the it's other. It's so stupid. Also, if you, it's so if you want an Android, message me and I can get you some discounts on some Samsung phones. So, you know. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> More capitalism, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. There was one that I really loved and, like, I did want to touch on. Yeah. Because I relate to this and I it made... Like, this is one of the things that I was thinking of before anyone wrote it. And it was... They feel pressure to shave to feel mm, feminine. Yes. And I was thinking this and like the days like this the days that I like know I'm not seeing anyone, I don't shave. Like I shave for occasions. Yeah. I think to some extent sometimes I'm like, okay, I just wanna shave and that's like I know I'm not gonna see anyone yeah. and I just do it. But genuinely like, but like whenever I go to the beach I'm like, Oh, I need to shave. Yeah. And it's like I plan so like I shaved my legs today because I'm wearing a dress 
for Ed's graduation and I'm like okay I need to have shaved yeah. legs and it's like but you don't yeah you just feel like you have to because people will you think people will judge you and like the, the reality is people will judge you and that's the shit part yeah and like the, we, there is a movement online of people like trying to accept like body hair and I've seen so many cool videos of women showing like armpit hair even like chest hair and it's yeah. like just accepting that I mean isn't there like the whole story of like the reason why razors what was it Gillette they wanted to like tap in to make more money they wanted to, to to try target like women yeah and that's the whole reason why shaving became normalized and it's like doesn't that scream that <laughs> so toxic yeah I wonder when it exactly was but I don't think it's like super super long ago you know maybe like a couple no it isn't a couple hundred or something <laughs> where I was like yeah and it only it literally just stopped because people wanted to make more money and there's probably so many other examples that are because of that. And I also so agree. Like, I think that is something that's so, like, ingrained into people's minds. Like, men and women. Or whoever. You know, everyone is kind of... That, like, shaving is something... Like, I feel that as well. Yeah, I shave. And I wonder what I would do if I hadn't... Like, I feel like if we grew up with a notion that, like, having... It's not like hair grows, like, super long, right? Like, hair stops growing at some point. So we'd have probably, like, just, like, normal yeah. leg hair. That, like, men also, men also don't have, like, leg hair that goes to the floor, do they? So yeah. we just have, like, normal hair. Maybe, like, a little bit thinner than, like, men's. Because, you know, a lot of the times, like, I feel like women's hair isn't quite as thick. Um, or maybe it is. Like, you know, who who the flip cares? Um, and then it, that would just be, like, normal. You know? Like, it's just so odd. It's very odd to me. But that's so ingrained, yeah. I think. Like, yeah, with me too. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, I know... I'm so aware that, like, it is stupid. And, like, I can look at other w- women or or people that are trying to grow out their hair and, like, trying to accept that. And I could be like, wow, like, such a power yeah. move. Good for you. But I genuinely, like, I... Even though I know that, like, I should be comfortable with that, I don't think I'm at that place where I can, like, go out and not be ashamed. Yeah. Because I, I would... On, maybe that's just me being weak and, like, fearing judgment. I think it's so normal though. I think it's also, you know, to a certain extent, I guess we're living in the system. So we take, we make that system also like to our advantage, right? Like we know, for mm. example, going into a workplace, if we were shaving or wearing certain clothes, like we are more likely to get hired or to be looked at in a certain way, as in like to maybe be respected or whatever, which shouldn't be the case. Yeah. But it's like every single person, I think, is a, like sometimes plays to those advantages that you have. Which I also don't think is like... That's so, so true. It comes from a bad place. It comes from the place of like wanting to survive in society. Like wanting to... I mean, we've talked about this in the comparison episode. Like wanting to fit in is like... Comes from a basic survival instinct, you know? Like all humans want to yeah. do is like be accepted and liked and... And to be accepted, you have to fit into a group. Exactly. Yeah. And to be accepted in yeah. today's society, a lot of it means like doing certain things. Like shaving or... I mean, even like having a certain length of hair or you know wearing certain yeah. clothes whatever that means for where you grew up like it's such superficial bullshit <laughs> ah! um it frustrates me so much yeah. honestly should we end on the superficial bullshit no i feel like that was a beautiful quote to end on <laughs> can that go in the bin as well yeah that definitely <laughs> goes in the bin societal expectations go in the bin for goodness sake this whole episode goes in the bin this whole episode honestly Okay, I feel like we have to end it here, but this has been very, very interesting. I feel like there's so much we could say on this topic. Yeah, and we're always down to answer more of these like types of questions, and we actually loved recording. Yeah, we this might episode, do a part three. So... <laughs> <laughs> We've never done a part three, but we might have to do one because this is just it's too, too good. good, too juicy of a and topic, there's so much too much to go to, through, too much to say, too much to fight against. Exactly, societal 
capitalist beast. They didn't have it at all. Okay. Well, we hope you had a good time listening to this, or no, maybe not. Maybe enjoyed it. Found entertaining. Found it relatable. <laughs> um, <laughs> relatable. I mean, yeah, you'll probably find this relatable. Yeah. Message time. us your thoughts. We always love hearing your thoughts on our episodes. And um, I'd also, you know, what's one thing I'd love to know? Like, what are you doing when you're listening to our podcasts? Like, are you cleaning? Are you on a walk? Are you commuting? Are you drinking your morning matcha or coffee? You know? We also love to see it. So we would like, if you guys want to like post or just send us a photo of what you're doing when you're listening to it, we would love to see it. So without further ado, we hope you had a good week. We hope you're having a good day. (laughs) And... And we'll speak to you next week. week. Bye. Bye.